Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. Tony, human waste leaking from a vehicle caused 10 cars to crash. Tony Kornheiser, my bad. Okay, you weren't involved in that, and you better not be involved in it. We just opened the show with a, like, you know, bathroom humor. You know? Bathroom humor is good. Only thing worse than that is Uranus humor. Ha, 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 ha. All the Uranus jokes are funny. You're the only one who doesn't they're never, think they're, they're funny. They're never funny. They're always funny. Never. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, Team USA begins its three-peat bid. Lionel Messi makes his Inter-Miami debut, and Dan Snyder pays a $60 million fine. But we begin again today with the British Open at Royal Liverpool. We're now halfway through, and Brian Harmon has the lead at minus 10 after shooting 65 today. The closest to him is Tommy Fleetwood, five shots back. The other biggest names on the leaderboard are Jason Day and Jordan Spieth, but they got a long way to go. Wilbon, how confident are you that Brian Harmon will be the Open champion? Well, Tony, sort of the more I learn about Brian Harmon, I mean, so he's not a big name. He's not a star. He's not a guy that if you talk to even casual golf fans and you say, name 20 golfers, they're not going to get to Brian Harmon. They might get to Fleetwood before they get to Harmon because, of course, Fleetwood's got the greatest nickname in sports, Fairway Jesus. But, Tony, the two of them have the most number the greatest number of top 10 finishes without winning in the world the last couple of years. So they are always buzzing around leaderboards. They're on leaderboards. And Harmon has won. So, you know, we we shouldn't look at him like he's some scrub because he's not. So the more I hear about him, the more I go, wait a minute, I don't remember he won this. I don't remember he was finished second or third or fifth in that. I go, wait a minute, this guy's earned something close to stripes. And we know Fleetwood has been buzzing around leaderboards worldwide for a bit of a time now. So maybe, and and listen, Harmon went out there and posted a number today when others did not. You know, what do you go, 67, 65 in consecutive days? So, you know, maybe I ought to have more confidence in him than just saying, oh, his name isn't big enough. So this may surprise you, and it may not surprise you. I have paid attention to Brian Harmon for 20 years. Oh, wow. Because 20 years ago this year, in 2003, at Columbia Country Club, he won the U.S. Junior Boys, and I How watched him that? play. That was a tournament that my son tried to qualify wow. for. Wow. And I remember him very distinctly. He is, he is of small stature, and he was then, relatively speaking, to the other boys who were 15 and 16 years old. He was a great putter then. A very cocky player. What I remember most is he wore spats. Spats! Spats. Brian Harmon wore. Okay. Do I think he can win? Look, it's not the longest course in the world, and he's a really good putter. He made, (coughs) excuse me, he made four long birdie putts on two, three, four, five today. He chipped in on 12 when he was probably looking at double bogey. He chipped in on 12, and he eagled 18. I think he can win. I would love to see Fleetwood catch him. 
I'd love to see on Sunday the two of them, who are both diminutive players. Yeah. I'd love to see the two of them end up playing. I, I, I have other takeaways, though, Mike. Best three players in the world. Rory McIlroy, minus one. Rom plus one. Scheffler, Scheffler. and needed a birdie late to, to make, make the, the cut. cut. Yeah. Plus yeah. three. Yeah. So, I, I mean, he, here's the thing. It's not a daunting leaderboard, which could give Brian Harmon confidence. But Brian Harmon is not daunting. So if you're in any minus territory and you throw 65 or 66 yeah. tomorrow, you're in it. You're in Maybe. it. Maybe. I don't know. But people are six and seven strokes back. And by the way. That's right. So yes. the people who won at the place that we play are home yeah. for golf. Yeah. Rose, Rose Zhang and Brian right. Harmon. And Brian Harmon. Seems yeah. to be a pretty good predictor, yeah. right? People yeah. in Columbia yeah. ought to feel pretty good if Brian Harmon wins. Wow. Yeah. I wasn't a member then. I just came as your Bobo a couple of times back that many years ago. Let's yeah, but you were killing it on the par fours. To the Women's World Cup. The United <laughs> States opens tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern against Vietnam and Auckland. The U.S. has won the last two World Cups, and head coach Vlatko Andonovsky said the other day, quote, would I be happy with anything short of a third straight win? No. Close quote. Tone, is it fair to expect this team to three-peat? Yes, it's fair. They're ranked number one in the world. Yes, it's fair. And I don't want to hear, well, nobody's ever done it before, because nobody's ever done anything before until they do it. So I don't want to hear about that. There are some issues here, and I yeah. want to get this correct. They have a new coach. Jill Ellis was the coach on the previous two that they won. I, I don't know if that's good or bad to have a new coach. In the real star quality area, they've gotten old. Megan Rapinoe, I believe, is 38. Alex Morgan, I believe, is 34. And maybe unrestricted also, minutes, particularly for Rapinoe. Right. They also have inexperience. I'm told that 14 of the 23 members of the squad have New. never played in a World Newbies. Cup before. They've got some injuries here. Mallory Swanson yeah. is out. Katarina Macario, and I hope I pronounced that correctly, is out. And Rose Lavelle hasn't played in a while. Kristen Press. But... But here's what I'm thinking. They're, they're number one. I, yes, I do think it's fair. Yeah. Would I be surprised if they don't win? No, because recently in the last Olympics, they got bronze and not gold. But I think they should be favored, yes. They should be favored. I, I don't know if it's fair to expect in the 3 P when you have 14 out of your 23 players are new. So most of the only nine of those players, I don't even know how many were on both, but 14 of those players haven't been involved in an effort that results in That's a repeat because right. they're new. The, the knee injuries on this team have really hurt, but the knee injuries worldwide have taken stars off big teams, including England, which has great expectations. Um, so, Tony, I, I, I think, look, this, even Pelé didn't do this. Right? I mean, three-peating, this is not three in three years. This becomes three in eight years. And it's just really right. hard to do when right. you don't have the continuity. And particularly since your stars didn't start maybe at 19, and therefore they're still 27 in the prime of their careers. They're not. So I don't know if it's fair. I, I, I want to watch. They eight. should beat Vietnam comfortably. I know Vietnam if recently played that. Germany to 2-1 loss, but they also lost 9-0 the previous game to, I think it was France or Spain. So I'm not you expecting You know more than much. I do. You know more than I do about this. Crash but I course. Know, Crash didn't, course, that's Didn't all. Usain Bolt, didn't Usain Bolt win three in a row? Didn't he, over an eight-year period? Am I right on that or wrong on that? I'm not exactly sure. I was but in I mean, London greatness. when he won. Did he win in Brazil? He won in China? Maybe so. 
Maybe so. Greatness, I mean, but you know, if they're great, Bolt, you know, is the goat, great. right? Well, I mean, if yeah. Bolt's the yeah. Bolt, yeah, you know, we he did on. win three. He did. The, the sale of the Washington football team is official. Josh Harris, who owns the Philadelphia 76ers and the New Jersey Devils, now owns his hometown football team. On the way out the door, Daniel Snyder was fined $60 million for conduct unbecoming as stipulated in the Mary Jo White report that was released publicly. Wilbon, what are your thoughts on the fine? I don't have any. I don't care. It's 1%. It doesn't mean anything. It means nothing. He's $6 billion. And I don't know what other people reach their pockets into that $6 billion total, but Dan Snyder's going to be fine financially. All right, so if he gets a couple of bill, I mean, he's already out of the country. He's already, according to all the reports we know and the rumors we hear, the gossip we hear in the neighborhood you and I live in, where Dan Snyder has lived all his life, we hear he's gone, he's cleared out, he's in Europe. Okay, good night, good news. I don't care about that anymore. I want to know where this is going. When you see those people assembled in Washington, and I see my dear friend Irvin Johnson involved with his team, and, and this group called Magic and got him involved, and this was great. The NFL wanted this. I want to see where it's going. What are they going to do? Where's the new stadium going to be? How quickly will people say all is forgiven, we'll come back? We'll leave the Ravens. I don't know that that's going to happen. But we're going to sidle up to burgundy and gold. That's what I care. I don't care about Dan Snyder anymore. I don't want to hear any more about Dan Snyder. That's just me. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm going to agree with you pretty much down the line. This is done. It's completely done. Yes. Turn the page. This fine means nothing. It is just public relations for the NFL. Yes. It is coming out of profit. The profit is over $5 billion. So, So I don't care about that. And I tend to agree with you that I don't think Daniel Snyder's name is going to be mentioned again. I looked at what happened last night. There were parties around town last night. People put on T-shirts, brilliant T-shirts that said Burgundy and sold. I just think people want to move on and see what is going to happen next. I think as you do, that stadium should be, must be at RFK. I think that's the way you rekindle all of these things. I don't think people really care if they don't win any games this year, because there's an optimism about what's going to happen in the yeah. future. But I'll tell you this, Mike. The first time People that work for years. Dan Snyder, from the GM down to the broadcasters, right? okay, they're on the clock. That thing's going to but be they're excavating and rebuilt. Yes, they're but they have no That's job security. But they have no job security. No, there's because no job this security is, anyway. This is a sea change. I just yeah. don't think we're going to hear that name again. This is not, Mike, like a politician who loses an election and publicly contemplates the next one. No, this is over. It's done. Left the country. Let's take a break. Gone. Let, coming up. Good riddance. The Orioles have passed the Rays into first place in the AL East. What is the word for that? And what's fair to expect out of Lionel Messi in his debut tonight for Inner Miami? Maybe he's buying groceries. Great headline in the sports section what? of the Washington what Post. Light for old D.C. Oh, it was a great headline. Yeah. Fight for really. old D.C. Because Which of the used song. to be Fight for Old Dixie when the Red Interruption is-, is presented by Corona. Please drink responsibly. Part of happy hour. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. 
Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Welcome back to Pardon the Interruption. Presented by Corona. Part of Happy Hour. It's time for the game that is so blanking good. We're playing it twice this week. What's the word? What's first? It's blank that the Orioles have passed the Rays into first place in the AL East. It's wondrous. That's my word, wondrous. I mean, Tampa Bay started out 13-0, and Mike. They were 30-9. and They were, by acclamation, the best team in baseball until last year. The three previous full seasons that the Orioles played, they lost at least 108 games in all of those seasons. So it's wondrous they're in first place. Now, Tampa Bay has slid. They've been 31 and 30 since that, you know, hot start of 30 and 9. I think they've lost 12 out of 15. I think they've lost five in a row. Meanwhile, Baltimore has really good young players all over the place. Baltimore, and I want to get the numbers correct. Baltimore closed last year 48 and 35, and they had a winning record. Right now, they're 59 and 37. Their trajectory is straight up, which, and I know you will agree with me about this, that's great, because Baltimore is a great baseball yeah. town, and that's yeah. a great stadium. Yeah, it, it is. But I'm going to go a completely different direction because it's, it's instructive that the O's have passed the Rays for first. It's instructive. So, people, when you follow baseball, okay, stop crowning people in May. Just shut up and watch the games. And I'm not sure who's dumber, the people who believe all these numbers when they're thrown out there or the people, producers, editors, alleged storytellers, who throw these numbers out there and act as if you should conclude that the season's over because somebody is 31-9. and no. Don't conclude anything. It's 162 games. It's not the NFL. Watch the games. Pay attention to the season. Look at the ebb Did and flow. It's instructive. What? It's 162. Did I you said say 162. 162. 162. Okay. Yeah. So that new game then, it's not what's the word is. The new game is who's dumber. Instructive. Like, that's who's where we're dumber. Going. That's instructive too. What's next? What's Fans' next? expectations should be blank for Lionel Messi's debut with Inter Miami tonight. They should be tempered. Messi hasn't played in a while. I don't know that he's familiar 
with his teammates on into Miami. I think there's some speculation he won't even start the game, that he'll come in off the bench. It's not an MLS game, so I don't know how much juice he's got for it, to be honest. They're playing a team from the Mexican League, but maybe he'll kill it. Maybe he'll go out there and he'll be great, because as terrible as Inter-Miami is, and they're last in the MLS, the Mexican team's last in the Mexican League. They're 0-3. They got one goal for and six goals against. I, I mean, I understand the hype about Messi. It's totally deserved. I just would be cautionary that maybe you won't see the real Messi tonight. Yeah, and that's why people's expectations should be controlled. Same message that you're sending out there. Sure. Just yeah. chill. Just, you know, relax, as I'm often told in my own house by a 15-year-old. Just relax. Controlled, okay? Because Messi hasn't played. You know, we don't know what kind of shape he's in, what kind of fitness no. he's in. No. And these two teams no. aren't any good. By the way, let me right. just, just, we've said enough about that. Were you at Johan Cruyff's first game in Washington? Did you no. cover that? I, no, no. I was working at the New York Times then, but okay. I was at Pelé's last game. Oh, his last at game. At his last game, yeah. I watched Beckenbauer and I watched Canalia, and I thought yeah. by now soccer would be enormous, and, by the and way, it is it's not much yet. Bigger. It's much bigger, Tony. Come on. Beckham, by the way, won a couple of titles coming in as an yes. old man and running a team and having all that. But here's the thing. While soccer is much more popular in the United States than it was when you and I were covering it, was. it just is. Right, it, it is. It didn't make the kind of impact that a lot of people want to say it did. Because Beckham no. won these things, and how many people know that? Eh, I don't know. Well, later in the show, we're going to talk about Beckham, but I don't want to do this game anymore. I want to do who's dumber. Who's let's dumber do is a better game. I like that. That's the final word. Yeah. So let's take one last break still to come. As Aaron Rodgers, your boy. Already decided to play more than one season for the Jets. Picking the Jets to win the Super Bowl. That's in the dumb and dumber place. And the fan flops in a race against the freeze. So, okay, who's dumber? People picking the Jets to win the Super Bowl or what? Or who, who else? You got to have two in the dumber. Or people it's saying that Messi's the most recognizable athlete in the world. All right. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pardon the interruption is presented by Corona. Please drink responsibly. Part of happy hour. Happy time, people. Happy 28th birthday tomorrow, Ezekiel Elliott. Elliott could be the poster boy for the problem facing NFL running backs. The Cowboys released Elliott this year when Tony Pollard supplanted him as their number one running back. 
Elliott rushed for 876 yards last season, his lowest total since coming into the league in 2016 as the fourth overall draft pick. As a rookie, Elliott rushed for 1,631 yards and 15 touchdowns. The next year, just 983 yards, but 1,434 yards the next year, and 1,357 yards and 12 touchdowns a year after that then 979 yards, and then 1,002 and 10 touchdowns, and then last year's 876. The Cowboys used them up. They had no further use for him, and now he is unsigned. That's your running back issue in a nutshell. I'd love to see a creative, bold coach with great independence and just having no fear of peer pressure just come in and say, you know what? I like this back, and I like this back, and we're going to pay them and use them and run them. And we're going to win games and do it. I would love to see that, Tony, but I don't know that anybody has that much independence in the coaching ranks today. Happy anniversary, David Beckham. This is for you, Wilbon. You mentioned him earlier. On this day, 16 years ago, the English soccer star made his MLS debut for the Los Angeles Galaxy. A star-studded crowd, including Arnold Schwarzenegger, Drew Carey, and Tom Cruise, came to see Beckham play an exhibition game against Chelsea. Beckham was nursing a sprained ankle. He sat on the bench for 78 minutes before getting in for the last 12, touching the ball just three times. Eventually, Beckham would win two MLS championships in LA in his five years there. Now he's part owner of Inter Miami, which just snagged Lionel Messi, whom Beckham greeted on that rain-soaked stage last Sunday at Messi's introduction to Miami. It'll be so disappointing if Messi plays 12 minutes tonight. Come on! All I hear is that he's the GOAT. So be the GOAT. Play in your debut. Show this off. I don't want that 12 minutes. Come on, man. And I'm going to stream that? Really? Come on. Not doing it. Who's dumber? Happy trails to one fan's attempt to beat the freeze. I love this video. I love this gimmick. I love the freeze. He's the Atlanta Braves speedster who spots a random fan a big lead then runs him or her down on the warning track at Truist Park between innings. Yesterday, the fan got the usual five-second head start and seemed confident for a good portion of the 600-foot race. Oh! But just as he neared the finish line, oh! the fan tripped and fell, oh! scrolling to the ground inches from his goal. The freeze won. The fan ate dirt. Justice was served. So it goes. Wow. I mean, that's sort of cool. I'm, I'm not aware of this. This is my first time seeing it. And I think it's probably a little more exciting than Harry Carey, you know, having no top on, doing the games with no shirt <laughs> on Saturday afternoon matinee when he was doing the White Sox games. Probably a little bit more exciting than that, but depends. Freeze is great fun. Let's go to the big finish. Let's do it. The Marlins have lost rate. Is that a big deal? Yeah, they, I mean, they're third in the NL East now, and they're sort of slipping in the wild card race. But again, instructive people, it's a long season. It's only July. Saquon Barkley removed the Giants from his social media bios. Uh-oh! Yeah, it's totally meaningless. It's just for show. What's significant would be if he sat out the whole year. Ellie De La Cruz topped his own throwing speed record on a relay last night. Are you impressed? Yeah, but it's a relay. It's not Bo Jackson from the right field corner, but maybe the greatest throw in the history of baseball. Saw a video of that the other night. It is impressive, though, 99.8. Aaron Rodgers told ESPN Radio New York that to only play one year for the Jets would be a disservice. You surprised to hear that? Not at all. He's a football player who likes to play football. Gets paid a lot of money. No, that's what he wants to do. Last one. 
Shohei goes for the Angels against the Pirates. Your expectations? Yeah, I got uh, six and two-thirds, six hits, one earned. Shohei wins again. How about that? Wow. That is it's very definitive. We are out of time. We'll try to do better the next time. And I'm Tony Kornheiser. I'm Mike Wilbon. Have a great weekend, knuckleheads. You can get the PTI podcast on the ESPN app or Apple Podcasts. And now, you're I'm really up for who's dumber. We okay. got to do it next Let's week. Let's do that. Who's dumber. I'm in. Yeah. Love it.